Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. Be sure to click the links in the description for all other channels and playlists. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. Join Kev Prosper as he beats up the bad guys, slays the dragon, and saves the princess. Prosperity Gaming is the new channel of Prosperity ULLC. Watch, follow, subscribe to Prosperity Gaming with Kev Prosper. Black people, y'all don't think it's kind of weird that all of this stuff with Kanye is happening right around election time? I'm going to need y'all to be diligent. Trust me. Listen, for the past few years, they, listen, the people have been working overtime to try to make sure that you don't get up to them polls and votes. And as a result, as you can see, what happens when you don't get up and vote? Certain things y'all left out and we left out in the cold right now. They down there building up, building up. I don't even know what they building for them. They had the ocean view um, housing for the migrant workers or whatnot. When you got a million homeless people down in the city that walk the streets every single day. I live in New York City. I don't know about your city, but it's a million people that's homeless. Maybe even more than that in the city. But y'all building new housing for people that's migrants that come from other countries, giving them cell phones and stuff. Get your ass up out and vote. This shit with Kanye West. Kanye West is a billionaire. One time he'll become a billionaire again. Okay? Trust me. He, he'll be fine. But stay focused and all this stuff. He was just with Candace Owens, of all people. She's the water boy for white supremacy. Talking about white lives matter. Like, he's a tool. Don't focus on Kanye West because Kanye West is going to be all right. And he don't give a shit about you. Remember he said, well, George Bush don't care about black people. Kanye West don't care about black people either. The Kanye Code, <laughs> De decoding, debunking, cracking the Kanye Code. How do we do it? How do we do it? Where do we begin? Where do we begin? I think this all started when uh, Hurricane Katrina hit and he blurted out, <laughs> George Bush don't care about black people. Don't give a F about black people. You know what I'm saying? I think that was, that was when, you know, we saw the... You know the 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 glimmer, the sh the shimmer or, or the the little the the slight glimmer, a glimpse of greatness. You know what I mean? Um, his mama was alive at the time, and so I'm pretty sure. You know what I'm saying? She she uh, wrangled him in a lot. You know what I mean? And then you know the the 2009. I never ever forget. This is when Twitter like ran the world, <laughs> and. Boy, you'd have thought Twitter would have crashed that night when Kanye snatched the mic from Taylor Swift. And Taylor Swift's career has never been the same. Like, he made her famous, literally. Like, she, her career skyrocketed ever since. And, like, she's been mediocre as, as, as F. But every song she puts out goes, like, super-duper platinum. <laughs> ever since 2009. You could just look at the stats. I'm pretty sure of it. I don't, I don't, I don't know for sure. I don't care. Um, but he showed his behind, you know what I'm saying? He had the hot girlfriend, Amber Rose, on his arm. 
and a bottle of Henny in the other hand, and, you know, he was talking his ish. And, you know, his and this was, like, right at the year after his mama died, the very year. She died in 2008. And he did the so he did the album 808s and Heartbreaks, and yeah, it was it was it was on ever since ever since ever since that 808 ever since his mama passed, and the 808s and Heartbreak album came out, I was like, okay, this is we're never gonna get, you know what I'm saying? College dropout, late registration, uh, uh, what was it? It was college dropout, late registration, and it was one after it that I really loved. That was like one of my favorites. Um, it was, um, ah, man, I forget the name, but yeah, we'll never get that Kanye again. We'll never get that, you know, lyrical, uh, Louis bag, you know what I'm saying? Uh, button up polo, you know, the, 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 the the sweater under, over the polo, that Kanye we'll never get again. We'll We'll never, ever get again. Um, this, this is, he's, he's taking a new route and, you know, this is, this was, this is the inevitable trajectory that we're on now. Um, you know, he's put out music that hasn't made a whole lot of sense to the, to the, to the average layperson. Um, very like, you know, uh, boutique style, um, couture style music, you know what I mean? Um, Couture, very couture style fashion that's very like simplistic but unique in its own kind of way and you know what I'm saying and that us you know lay people may not really grasp or gravitate to or appeal to you know what I'm saying um but in the midst of all of that he his he's created such a fan base and he does shows that like fill up you know what I'm saying two arenas you know what I'm saying? Um, as long as he doesn't like Lauren Hill people, you know what I'm saying, and sell tickets and never show up. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't do that. But um, yeah, his influence his influence has become, you know, um, sort of. You, you know, he he says it himself. You know, sort of Michael Jackson like. You know what I'm saying? I mean, now he doesn't necessarily, you know. Uh, look to one direction in a room with his shades on and then like half the crowd pass out and then for like <laughs> stare at that side let that side of the crowd pass out for like a good five minutes and then turn his head to the other side of the room for like another five minutes and let that side <laughs> let that side of the arena pass out no 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 no. He, people ain't people ain't fainting at Kanye West shows like they was at Michael Jackson shows you know what I'm saying he don't, he don't have that kind of that kind of energy but yeah, um, but his influence has almost become, you know what I'm saying, almost like, you know, with, when you mix that fame with the influence and the following and the, the loyalty and the fan base, you're kind of almost powerful, almost more powerful than a politician, than the average politician, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that kind of influence is very threatening. It may not necessarily be dangerous, but it's very threatening. Um, if I, I, I give a quote that I, this is, I, I did some, um, snooping and pooping around the internet and got some people's opinion. Um, I got this one quote, um, if a man is running down the highway, people call him crazy, but if a hundred people follow him, they call it a marathon. Hmm. Think about it. Think about it. 
Um, there's a lot of confusion around Kanye's antics because he doesn't really give any real thorough explanation. And the more he tries to explain it, the more confusing it sounds. <laughs> Which is like, like, you know what I'm saying? And so it, it's up to us to explain it for him. You know what I'm saying? All he knows is, you know, the thought comes, you know, the, the, the spirit, the spirit dumps it on him and he's going to spit it out like he's just a vessel. You know what I mean? Um... And and it's that that kind of whimsicalness can be very scary and intimidating and, or anxiety ridden for some people to be. Imagine working under somebody who, you know, every his every move and his every thought is just on a whim. You know what I'm saying? But you know, waves of people follow it, and he makes he makes billions of dollars off of it, off of that kind of thinking. You know what I'm saying, but he's earned it. He's his 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 his, uh, his resume has earned it, earned him that kind of following. You know what I'm saying. Um, he trolls everyone. Everything he does is a troll, and he and I think he's no longer doing art through. I, I think I said this before about him in the past. He's no longer doing art through his music he's doing art through his life you know marrying kim kardashian that was kind of a masterpiece you know what i'm saying like like he kind of solidified his legacy and uh marrying her you know what i'm saying marrying someone who became you know famous off of a sex tape you know what I'm saying? More so than any other, more so than Pamela Anderson did. You know, she followed the Pamela Anderson blueprint and, you know, became well, wealthy, rich, and famous off of a sex tape. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and, and she, she's managed to find a way to garner all of our attention. And he managed to marry her and have four kids with her. So how much attention is he going to get now? You see what I'm saying? Like he's living, he's creating art through his life. You know, he put he puts on a bulletproof vest, but then wears a, a White Lives Matter t-shirt. And now the black people all offended now, like, oh, 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 oh. But what they missing the point, he wears a bulletproof vest and puts on a t-shirt that says White Lives Matter. That's a message. That's a, that's not a message to black people. That's a message to them, the others, the white people. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> that's a message. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if you if you in your feelings, like most black people are, they're not gonna pick up on it. So he managed to troll everybody. He managed to troll everybody. Um let me continue through my talking points. Um, yeah, I mentioned that already. Um, and it, like him opening and closing his school, you know, um, you know, after all of the backlash of of, of the drink champs uh, episode, you know what I mean? Um, that was all a ploy. Once again, 
he is doing he's he's creating art through his life that was all a ploy it was all like it was every and i think a lot of people are speculating this and i think a lot of people are correct it was all a ploy to get out of the adidas deal because he put the he he i think someone posted the deal or he did the posted the contract and you know, by the way the contract was structured and the the way the wording of the contract was structured, he was stuck. He was stuck, and he, and 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 basically, he could barely create. He he would have to go back to the drawing board and create a whole new brand. And with the and so Adidas was basically trying to, you know, um, either control or stifle his whole brand you see what i'm saying so he had to kind of match that energy he had to do some drastic times call for drastic measures so yeah let me let me yeah yeah, let me go ahead and upset everyone let me (laughs) let me ups well he, he he knew he had to upset everyone but he had to make create enough of an uproar to make adidas not want to have you know breach the contract and not want to have anything to do with him now he becomes this pariah and then you know he's this he's this uh public enemy number one you know what i'm saying now he has his freedom again you know i never forget um i was watching a documentary on the black panthers and um one of the black panthers that was still living um he was talking about how he had a standoff with the police and you know you know, it's a, it's it's the government. You know what I'm saying? So so you know, you only got but so many guns and so many bullets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know they're gonna they're gonna close you in and seal you in. You know what I'm saying? Unless you got that kind of funding. You know, but but that's a whole geopolitical kind of thing or whatever. We're not gonna get into that. But he basically had a standoff with the police, and he's and you know in those times those people they dealt with real racism, real blatant overt. You know what I'm saying? Direct racism, and and so so you know they, they, they those folks were cut from a different cloth than uh, the subsequent generations were. And he, but I mentioned, I remember, I never forget in the documentary, he kind of he kind of uh, reveled and reminisced in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Before the cops kind of closed in on him, you know, he felt like a king. He felt like that would like he was a king in this castle. You know what I'm saying? Standing off to the standing up to the police. You know what I mean? And like I remember they they dealt with real racism back then, you know? Um and you know that that's that's a different kind of freedom. You know what I'm saying? When you can stand your ground and you know draw a line in the sand and mark your territory, you know what I'm saying, and defend yourself. You know what I mean? You are you are staking claim to your survival. You are staking claim. You are you are standing for standing up for your own country. You are being a man. A man has to have a country. You know what I'm saying? And whether that whether that country is your block, you know what I'm saying, your home or or your your children or your woman. You know what I'm saying? A man has to have a country. A man got to stand for something. You know? And I think this is, you know, this is the art that Kanye is uh, putting forth, you know, uh, um, 
by having that freedom for his brand. He's standing up for his brand. His brand is his country. When he's when he ran for when he uh you know ran for presidency, you know, uh, and and you know he did his little campaign. I covered that, you know, in the past. He did his little campaign or whatever, you know. That was he wasn't trying to become president of his of America. He was trying to become president of Kanye. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was standing up for his country. You know, but I digress. I digress. Um, the the lies are kinder. You know what I'm saying? The the media claimed that he made like anti-Semitic or hateful speech about Jews or whatever. But no one that no one said anything that he said was a lie. If you know, just look around the media. No one said anything that he said was a lie. They could say it's hateful or anti-Semitic, which is debatable, really. You know what I'm saying? Just saying anything about Jews is not anti-Semitic. Just just mentioning the word Jew or talking about Jews is not anti-Semitic. You know what I'm saying? But that's how we've been socially trained and brainwashed. I digress again. Um, nothing he said was not. Neither did he lie. But on top of that, nothing he said was new. He didn't. He didn't lie, and he didn't say anything new. Uh, and of and, but it's, it's the, that kind of truth is painful because it forces you to face yourself. You know, it forces you to face yourself. Um, if you can't beat them, discredit them. You know what I mean? The, the, can they Bill Cosby and R. Kelly Kanye? Can they? Can they do that? Hmm. Well, for one, Kanye hasn't really done anything. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't really given them much ammunition. All he did was say some things, but he hasn't really done anything. You know, guys like Bill Cosby and R. Kelly, they actually did things. You know what I'm saying? And they did they did very despicable things. You know, uh, um, it's, it's very, you know, in the court of social opinion, it is very despicable to drug someone's daughter and have your way with them. Um, it is very despicable to to uh, take a child, you know what I'm saying, an adolescent, a pu- uh, pubescent teenage child, um, as a grown man, to, you know, decades their senior, and have and try to have your way with them, you know what I'm saying, or or, or just just go out courting them, you know what I'm saying, you know, pulling up to the high school and saying what's up, you know, no, 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 like that, that's not, you know. That's not what you do, you know, but those are despicable things. But Kanye really hasn't done anything despicable. He knows what he's doing. He's not crazy. He's not going to, you know, put himself out there like that. Um, so I don't really think they can Bill Cosby or R. Kelly him. He doesn't really he hasn't really done anything. Um, but them, you know, you know, them trying to devalue his net worth you know, like when I saw that, I was just, I was like, okay, I like, I had to wave the bullshit flag. <laughs> They're trying to devalue his net worth. I was like, okay, here it goes. Here it, let, let, let the games begin. You know what I'm saying? When I saw that, I was like, okay. Um, but them trying to silence him actually makes his voice louder because now more people are paying attention. 
I'm I'm dedicating the, the, a whole episode to this. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it only makes his voice louder. It only makes his message louder and 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 more clearer by by them going through all of this trouble to uh, to kind of ostracize him and cut him off, cut ties. Or you hear all across the news and social media, you always all you see is cut ties, cutting ties, cutting ties. Did he even want the ties in the first place? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's fighting for his freedom. He's fighting for his creative freedom. And f- freedom, no matter what form it's in, is 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 worth fighting for. You know what I'm saying? If it, you know, yeah, it's it, not even if it's necessary. It is necessary, regardless. <laughs> so yeah, it's worth fighting for. And you know he he never wanted the ties to begin with. They say they keep saying they keep talking about cutting ties and all all, all across the news. He never wanted the ties to begin with. Um. But and then you know just like just like us just like us sheep, all we can focus on is the negative. You know what I mean? Um. And then we and then all all we're looking for is ways to tear him down. He hasn't done anything despicable, you know what I'm saying? No one can, uh, can, can, you know, put dirt on his name to, about any actions. So yeah, let's try to devalue him and say that he's no longer a billionaire. Oh yeah, you're no longer a billionaire now. You can't brag about it and shove it in any and shove it in Pierce Morgan's face and tell him he can't give you any advice because you have more money than him. <laughs> and and really. Really, this is his way of, you know, taking shots at guys like Jay-Z and Puffy, who are uh, entertainers and rappers and who have now become billionaires. He's, this is his way of taking shots at them by saying, hey, I got more money than y'all. You know what I'm saying? I've always believed that Jay-Z, I mean, well, Kanye has been in quiet competition with Jay-Z for a long time. I don't know what the rift was between them and where it came from. But it's funny how as soon as Jay-Z marries Beyonce, he goes and marries uh, Kim Kardashian. It's funny how as soon as Beyonce has Blue, you know what I'm saying, he goes and, and has twins. He has twins with Kim Kardashian. It's like he's always trying to one... He, like a lot of his career has been trying to one-up Jay-Z for, like for a long time. Ever since... I would say ever since the whole... You know, um, I remember when he did that on to the next one or whatever. And then, um, yeah, after that, it was it was always it was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. But I just I just I just see a lot of. You know, what I'm saying fun, like awkward competition, like like it's one thing where, you know, you could compete artistically. You know, or as far as the craft is concerned, like let's say we, like let's say I'm a mechanic and the other, and I'm competing with another mechanic on the job. You know what I'm saying? And I might want to see how if I could, you know, hey, I could fix a car quicker than he can, or I can, you know, we both working on the same type of engine, and I, you know, I, I'm smarter than him on that engine, and you know what I'm saying? I, I can figure out the issue with that engine better than he can. You know what I'm saying? But then I'm not gonna go as far as you know what I'm saying? Getting a wife just because you got a wife. I'm not going to go as far as having kids just because having two kids just because you had one. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to one up you in that, in that aspect. That's kind of 
that's kind of overdoing it, ain't it? You know what I mean? But, like, that's the kind of person Kanye is. Um, and I'm running off on a tangent, but we kind of focusing on the negative and we looking for ways to tear him down. Um, and, and, you know, when you, when you think of, you know, the media and the people, you know, the masses, um, I heard, uh, what's her name? She Ra seven. She mentioned this, or, uh, or, uh, what's her other name? She Ra seven. Um, the sprinkle sprinkle girl. I'm shouting her out. She, I know her real name. I know her, you know what I'm saying? Her real name, but I don't know. I, I can't, I can't think of her stage name right now. Other than she Ra seven. She has two other names or, um, yeah, but she, she calls it the mat. She calls the masses them asses get it the masses them asses like it's like a pun or a play on words um because yeah we're like a lot of people are trained are only think the way they're trained to think they don't really know how to think any differently or think for themselves you know and so if the media tells them that it's anti-semitic and it's negative and Kanye's tripping and he's going crazy they'll go along with it and believe it they can't they don't want to they don't have the capacity to look further into it for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some people just ain't built that way. Um, his message can't... She she also mentioned that his message can't die because he's not the first or the last. You know what I'm saying? He's not the first or the last person to say the things that he's saying. So one, not only will his voice get be become louder, but his message will carry on. You know what I mean? Um, his genius, his genius. Um, his genius exposes our trained self-hate as black people. You know what I mean? Like he's 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 exposing racism, but he's also exposing self-racism in black people. You know what I mean? Um, he you know he's he's a he's a black a black billionaire. You know what I'm saying? But yet, you know, once he starts to speak his truth, people call him crazy. You know what I mean? Um, but if a, if a white if a white billionaire does it, they call him eccentric. You know what I'm saying? Why why can't he get the same label? Why that's not fair, right? Um, you know what I mean? But. You know, him speaking his truth, him speaking out, uh, you know, just speaking out on certain things freely, you know what I'm saying, unapologetically, that's true freedom. You know what I mean? He, you know, there's, like, I always believe there's levels to fuck you money. You know what I'm saying? And it's not even really about the money because you could take Kanye's money, he's going to get it right back because his following is that great. You see what I'm saying? Um, all he has to do is just put his mind to it. Um, slavery is a choice versus uh, blacks are the original Jews. You know, if you follow the threads of what he's saying, he's telling he's telling black people slavery is a choice. Then he goes around and tells black people they're the real Jews, but yet the Jews own all the property and, and, and earn earn you know <laughs> own a own a bunch of real estate in America. You know what I'm saying, and pretty much control the media. You know what I'm saying, control the entertainment industry. But the blacks are the original Jews, and slavery was a choice. So wait, wait, if slavery was a choice, then what else is a choice? Hmm. 
are blacks the original Jews? Is that true or false? Hmm. You see what I'm saying? This is this is all an awakening. But it, it's going to take it's it's, it's going to take time for for folks to wake up and get it. And some folks just won't, and because we're too trained to think negatively. You know what I mean? Um, is this the tip of the iceberg? Is this the tip of the iceberg? Let me close. Um, if he can speak out like this, imagine how much more he knows. Hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen split after after 13 years of marriage. It looks like it's difficult. It, oh, I'm sorry. It looks like it's officially a wrap for Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen after 13 years of marriage. News of their divorce was officially announced after um, early Friday uh, when TMZ reported that Giselle filed divorce documents Friday Friday morning in Florida and Tom is not contesting the divorce. Early this month, reports surfaced that the now former couple are hired divorce lawyers as they continue to experience issues with it within their marriage. The site reports that they were able to reach an, an agreement on pr- uh, property and child custody and that settle, settlement documents were filed as well, but those would remain confidential. Right after the news was announced, both Tom and Giselle released statements on social media sharing that they were able to finalize their divorce. In, uh, in his statement, Tom said, quote, we arrived at this decision amicably and with gratitude for the time we spent together. We are blessed with beautiful and wonderful children who will continue to be the center of our world in every way. We will continue to work together as parents to always ensure they receive the love and attention they deserve. Giselle also said in her statement, quote, the decision to end a marriage is never easy, but we have grown apart. And while it is, of course, difficult to go through something like this, I feel blessed for the time we have we had together and only wish the best for Tom always. Damn, you know, you know, she's over it when she wish you the best. <laughs> if, she, if she's hateful and spiteful and being petty and bitter, she's not over it. But like if she's wishing you the best, oh boy. <laughs> you, you be lucky her number don't change. <laughs> she's wishing you the best. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're supposed to hate my guts now. Come on now. <laughs> Tom and Giselle tied the knot back in 2009, and they share two children, uh, Benjamin and Vivian. News of their being of their being trouble within their marriage began to surface after Tom decided not to retire from the NFL. As previously reported, Tom officially announced his retirement in February. However, in March, he changed his mind and announced. And announced that he was no longer retiring and that he was returning to the NFL for his 23rd season. It's been 23 years. Yo, I, I still remember him being a backup behind Drew Bledsoe. And winning this, winning the Patriots. Was it their first Super Bowl? But yeah, winning a Super Bowl. 
him him being a backup behind Drew Bledsoe and then stepping in for him in the playoffs and then taking them to win their first Super Bowl in the year of two, of of 2011 no 2001 you know what I'm saying the year of 911 yeah that's crazy he was like, yeah and then like I I thought like I still think it's a conspiracy to this day how, quote unquote, the Patriots won the Super Bowl in 2001, the year of 9-11. Like, like that's to me, that's like, that's just too coincidental for me to not be a conspiracy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's neither here nor there. Um, people joke about how, like, you know, he thought he was going to retire and then he sat home <laughs> and then was like... <laughs> They keep they 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 post the meme and say fuck them kids, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I don't even think that was it. I think, you know, he sat home with that woman and then realized like, yo, she don't need me. Giselle Bunchen is a, isn't she like a supermodel? Isn't she like close to like over half a billy? Oh, I mean half a billy. Yeah, half a billion. Yeah. She's she's kind of she's kind of let me let, let let's get the googling. I don't like like it's nice to speculate, but let's get the googling. Hurry up, Google! Come on, come on. Let's let's figure this out. Giselle, Giselle Bunchen, net worth. And I'm, I'm apparently I'm not the first person to Google it. Uh, Four hundred million. So yeah, she's kind of close. You know what I'm saying, but. She doesn't need... It's not about the money. It's really not about the money. These folks... <laughs> these folks are living on an, a, an entirely different echelon. And so, you know, being... You know, being married it, uh, um, serves a different purpose for them, for them and their lifestyles. You know what I'm saying? So for them to, you know, to... I think they probably made... For it to become this amicable... They probably made their minds up a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? She probably she probably done sat down and met with the side chick and said, hey, you know what I'm saying? This is what it's going to be from here on. Um, you know, the, the, the nanny is well compensated. She's in place. Um, for it to be amicable, I know for a fact he had a prenup. He married her in 2009. You know what I'm saying? He was already a superstar at the time I'm pretty sure well and in most most in this day and age most pro athletes are smart enough or educated enough to know to get a prenup you know what I'm saying so so yeah that, that's the only reason it's amicable because it's under a prenup and he probably and you know him being the you know poster child of the Patriots and kind of like a almost a godson to Robert Kraft. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure the legal team is, <laughs> is you know what I'm saying, cold cocked. Or what's the, what's the word? You know what I'm saying? The legal team is nothing to play with. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that he has behind him. And he probably shipped them. <laughs> he had them migrate to Tampa with him. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know if I was him, I would. You know? Um... So so yeah, I think I think he 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 doesn't even really have to think. He probably hires people to think for him, just so that he can focus on football. You know what I'm saying? And maybe once a week or once a month, he has a you know a staff meeting 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's it, it's it's funny. Like the more successful you become, you become your own job. You know what I mean? And so you have to hire a staff for your life. You know what I'm saying? You need an accountant. You need a finance a, a financier. You need a lawyer. You need a, a you need a legal staff. You may need an accounting staff. You know, you know, you have an accountant and his. You got to pay for an accountant and his assistant, so on and so forth. So, I say all of that to say, Tom Brady got a prenup, <laughs> and they're just going through the guidelines of the prenup, and that's why the divorce is so amicable and kept such, you know, behind closed doors and curtains. So whatever. Puma and Dap. Dapper Dan teamed up for a new collaboration that celebrates luxury streetwear. Puma is bringing the heat with one of fashion's greatest innovators. On Friday, the German sportswear brand unveiled a four-piece capsule collection dubbed Puma by by Dapper Dan with reimagined takes on brand classics by the New York legend. Credited as one of, of, the, of Tom's most influential people, Dap is uh, re- renowned for creating artists, defining looks for the, of the 80s for best-selling rappers like LL Cool J and Salt and Pepper. Working closely with his Harlem-based Atelier, uh, the designers elevated new riffs on Puma's T7 tracksuit, Clyde sneaker, and embellished tees were made to celebrate the event-evolving fusion of streetwear and luxury. In the first drop of the capsule collection, three three of the pieces, excluding the t-shirt, uh, don a special monogram that Dap created to give the pieces a distinctive look. From 1982 to 1992, the, uh, the Dapper Dan Boutique in Harlem became well-known for selling similar logo-heavy pieces that uniquely repositioned the iconic monogram logos of Louis Vuitton, Fendi, and Gucci. Uh, Dap told Rob Report via Zoom exactly how similar imaging and symbolism was used to achieve the capsule's bold print. Quote, the main catalyst for me to move ahead with Puma was the Puma itself, uh, said the designer, who wore a eye-catching Gucci blazer emblazoned with a logo print. Um, I took it from a pussycat uh, to an aggressive feline. The designer revealed that the f- that future drops will include suiting and other clothing that is geared and geared around the cat. Uh, pieces from the first offering, however, primarily sport a monogram print in orange, red, and blue hues, along with the uh, em- embellished DDP lettering for a statement making effect that aligns with Dap's iconic design history. Yeah. Um, this man, he, he gets better. He just gets better with time. Um, you know, of course, everything he does with Gucci, you you can't even touch everything he does with Gucci. Um, and then he took the gaps, he took the, uh, the gap and then called it Dap. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, as far as fashion is concerned, I'm I'm still I'm I, I'm never not impressed by this man. You know what I'm saying? And I will be very very sad when he goes. I read his biography. I like I um, my brother. I think my brother got to sit down with him, and I'm so jealous. I want to meet him. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know I, I consider myself a fashion designer as well. 
You know, if you go to prosperlimited.com and click merchandise, you'll see for yourself. But um, but yeah, like like I am never not impressed with you know what I'm saying the way this man tailors himself. You know what I mean? And his legacy, his legacy. Like I I really don't even want his classic wears. I want the. I mean, I really don't want his new the the new lines of stuff that he he's been doing. I want them old suits in the pictures that the drug dealers used to wear. I want those. <laughs> like, can I get some of those? I know he got them laying around somewhere. I know he got them locked up in a vault. Like, <laughs> like you cannot get to. Like, it's gonna go. Like, like yeah, yeah. It's gonna. It's it's something. It's in his will. I know it is. You know what I'm saying, but like, like I need that. Like whatever he's on now, that's cool. But I need me some of that classic stuff. I need me that boogie down production, salt and pepper. You know what I'm saying, them, them kind of wears. You know what I mean. But, but yeah, yeah. But, but like the tracksuit, I'ma look into that. I'ma look into that. I'ma look into that. I don't. You know, I'm at a point, me personally. You know what I'm saying. You know, if it's not if it's not a suit, I don't really care to spend hundreds of dollars on it. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's sneakers, you know. So, so I want to look into that though. I want to look into that outfit. It's, it's very rarely a tracksuit will catch my eye, but of course, Dapper Dan. You know what I'm saying? Visit prosperunlimited.com and click travel. To book your next vacation. Thank you for tuning into Prosperity ULLC and continue to invest in the brand.